0: The Old Testament, Epistle, and Gospel will be read from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. The Collect and Psalms will be read from the Episcopal Church Book of Common Prayer. O God, who before the passion of your only begotten Son revealed his glory upon the holy mountain, grant to us that we, beholding by faith the light of his countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. The Old Testament is from Exodus chapter 24, verses 12 through 18. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay there, so that I may give you the stone tablets with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. So Moses arose with his assistant Joshua and went up the mountain of God. He told the elders, Wait here for us until we return to you. Aaron and Hur are here with you. Whoever has a dispute should go to them. When Moses went up the mountain, the cloud covered it. The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses from the cloud. The appearance of the Lord's glory to the Israelites was like a consuming fire on the mountain top. Moses entered the cloud as he went up the mountain, and he remained on the mountain forty days and forty nights. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Psalm 2 Why are the nations in an uproar? Why do the peoples mutter empty threats? Why do the kings of the earth rise up in revolt and the princes plot together against the Lord and against his anointed? Let us break their yoke, they say. Let us cast off their bonds from us. He whose throne is in heaven is laughing. The Lord has them in derision. Then he speaks to them in his wrath and his rage fills them with terror. I myself have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. Let me announce the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son, this day I have begotten you. Ask of me, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall crush them with an iron rod, and shatter them like a piece of pottery. And now, you kings, be wise. Be warned, you rulers of the earth. Submit to the Lord with fear, and with trembling bow before him. Lest he be angry and you perish, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Happy are they all who take refuge in him. Psalm 99 The Lord is king, let the people tremble. He is enthroned upon the cherubim, let the earth shake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is high above all peoples. Let them confess his name, which is great and awesome. He is the Holy One. Almighty King, lover of justice, you have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God, and fall down before his footstool. He is the Holy One. Moses and Aaron among his priests, and Samuel among those who call upon his name. They called upon the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them out of the pillar of cloud. They kept his testimonies and the decree that he gave them. O Lord our God, you answered them indeed. You were a God who forgave them, yet punished them for their evil deeds. Proclaim the greatness of the Lord our God, and worship him upon his holy hill. For the Lord our God is the Holy One the epistle is from second peter chapter 1 verses 16 through 21 for we did not follow cleverly contrived myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Instead, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, a voice came to him from the majestic glory. This is my beloved Son. I take delight in him. And we heard this voice when it came from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic word strongly confirmed you will do well to pay attention to it as to a lamp shining in a dismal place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you should know this, no prophecy of scripture comes from one's own interpretation because no prophecy ever came by the will of man. Instead, men spoke from God as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. The Gospel is from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John, and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. He was transformed in front of them, and his face shone like the sun. Even his clothes became as white as the light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, It's good for us to be here. If you want, I will make three tabernacles here one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved Son. I take delight in him. Listen to him. When the disciples heard it, they fell face down and were terrified. Then Jesus came up, touched them, and said, get up, don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except him, Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus commanded them, don't tell anyone about the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord On February 21st, we celebrate the life of John Henry Newman, priest and theologian, read from a great cloud of witnesses. John Henry Newman was among the founders of the Oxford Movement and a prolific tractarian, having authored two dozen of the Tracts of the Times, the series of pamphlets setting forth the tenets of the movement. Most notably, Newman is remembered as the author of Tract 90, in which he sought to reconcile the teaching of Roman Catholicism with the 39 Articles of the Church of England. Newman was born in London in 1801 and was educated at Oxford, while a fellow and tutor at Oriel College, his evangelical upbringing gave way to a more Catholic understanding of the Christian faith. He was ordained in 1826 and within two years became the vicar of St. Mary's Church, Oxford. Newman was an avid student of the writings of the early church. Although he could be critical of the teachings of the Roman Church in his day, he was even more troubled by the theological state of the Church of England, particularly when weighed against what he understood to be the standards of the ancient Church. His passionate interest in the texts of early centuries of Christianity led Newman to question the position of Scripture as the unchecked rule and standard of the Church's faith. For Newman, Scripture was of critical importance, but it could not stand alone. It had to be held in balance with the writings of the early church and the theological tradition of the church through the ages. Although the other leaders of the Oxford movement remained loyal to the Anglican tradition, spending their vocations advocating positions similar to his, Newman found it difficult to withstand the furor of the church's infighting, particularly after the publication of Tract 90. In 1845, he was received into the Roman Catholic Church and soon thereafter went to Rome, where he was ordained to the priesthood. He became a member of the Congregation of the Oratory. Upon his return to England, he established a house of the Oratory near Birmingham, where he lived for the rest of his life. Although his relationship with the Roman Church in England was at times problematic, Pope Leo XIII made him a cardinal in 1877. He died on August 11, 1890. Let us pray. God of all wisdom, we offer thanks for John Henry Newman, whose eloquence bore witness that your church is one holy Catholic and apostolic, even amid the changes and cares of this world. Grant that, inspired by his words and example, we may ever follow your kindly light till we rest in your bosom, with your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, for you live and reign one God, now and forever. Amen.